Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Medicare Solutions of West Texas. And I'm telling you, I've talked to so many people that have used them and have been so pleased with what they were able to do and, and just the knowledge that they have to be able to help you to wade your way through the Medicare and they can do it, and they they do a great job. And uh, Laurie Kasler and and, uh, and Tanya Blackburn, and they are pros at the business, and they're right here in Lubbock. These are Lubbock people, and they take care of all of West Texas. All these people in this region use Medicare Solutions of West Texas, and you should too. Leftwich Chapman, Florian America. That's Larry Leftwich and Joe Chapman, and that you talk about first class people. This is them. They're at uh, 4517 50th Street. They've recently, not too long ago, remodeled their store. I thought it looked great before, so I don't know why they remodeled it, but it it looks even better now. And uh, they have every kind of flooring you can think of at great prices, plus they have great people to help you and make sure that you're taken care of, and that's what you're looking for. They're not just going to sell you something and then, you know, good luck to you. They'll take care of you to the very end and keep it going. All righty. That was fun having Mike, Mike Cloud on. We need to yeah. see Mike more often. How come oh, he didn't yeah. come around more? I don't know. I think he golfs a lot. He does? Although we golf. That's the only thing I can think of. He can come see he us. He golfs at a different place. Oh, we he can come see us. I think he's a Lake Ridge boy. He is? I think so. Well, he ought to have invite us. <laughs> and we could take him to the Ross course. We'd love to take him out to the Ross Lake course. Ridge, though, you can hit lots of houses at Lake Ridge. You can. At Lubbock, you hit lots of trees. Yeah, but they're not houses, windows, and swimming pools and stuff. We've seen it happen. I've yeah. done it. Right. You know, you, you, when you hit it and you just sit there real still and wait to hear the crash, that's a bad. That's a bad feeling. Yeah, without a doubt. No, that was fun, Mike. Thank you for being on. Okay, what are we going to talk to Cody about? What are you going to talk to Cody about? Well, we're, I don't He's know. He's a board of regent. Yes, he was there. not at graduation last night. I'm going to ask him. Where he was. Oh, wouldn't that really suck to have to be at every graduation? Oh, my. there's a bunch horrible. of them. Well, our dear friend, President Skuvenik, has to be, shakes everybody's hand. Every one of them. It's pretty, pretty wild. All right. I've got Cody's, uh, Cody Campbell's letter here that he wrote. Lessons I learned playing football for the wise and witty Coach Mike Leach. Oh, wow. And Cody wrote this on December the 4th. I think it's excellent. And it speaks to so much about about Coach and who he was and how he did things. You know, a lot of times you'd wonder, what why is he doing that for? And Coach and Campbell, Coach uh, Cody, hey, Cody Campbell worried about it. Uh, hey, we appreciate you doing this, man. Yeah, you bet. Okay, is this like going to be the highlight of your day, you think? For sure. Oh, great. <laughs> Got a pretty bad day. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Gary, uh, Cody, about this this little little letter that you wrote or whatever it was, lessons I learned yeah. playing football for the wise and witty coach Mike Leach. I thought you did a great job on this. Oh, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. I mean, it really describes him because when you were he, uh, Cody was in his first recruiting class. He came in at that very first recruiting class for Coach Leach. And you had to be, when you were sitting there as a youngster, you had to be thinking, what in the world is he talking about? And will yeah. he ever shut up? <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about that. It was He, he was relentless. <laughs> well, you're in the first recruiting class. Did he come to your home and recruit you? No, he never came to my house. Um, the When I met him, so he had just gotten hired. And back then, you know, the recruiting process started a little bit later. So 
<clears throat> you know, you didn't have sophomores getting offered and all that kind of stuff. You would finish your senior season and then go take your visits and then decide, you know. So yeah. I went there in January and I had just been to TCU and um, in Dartmouth. And, um, you know, both of those places, the visit was pretty formal and like, you know, you go and meet with the coach and um, he's usually wearing a, a at least a, a jacket, but maybe <laughs> even a tie. And I sit down with Leach and he didn't even have his boxes unpacked. And he was wearing a shorts and a t-shirt, put his feet up on the desk and said, well, we want you to play football here. I'm going to offer you a scholarship. Hope you'll come. And I, said, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I said, all right. You felt, I guess I will. You felt needed, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh. Ah, uh, man, it's just so funny. But he inspired people to greatness, which was, which you just, uh, you said, this, how'd you say it? Not, note that I used the word caused. He, no, he's not inspired. You said he caused greatness, not inspired he it. Caused it. <laughs> yeah. That's a funny way to say That's it. That's a good choice of words. Yeah. It really is. What'd you mean? Yeah, well, I mean, he, he, he didn't, he wasn't an inspiring character. I mean, um, <laughs> I think that he, uh, you know, he like I said, he didn't in that piece. He didn't. Um, he didn't give great speeches. He didn't. You know, he he was mainly just really tough and mean and hard on us every single day. But he preached the same thing just dogmatically. He was very very consistent. He was very honest and very direct. And um, you know, so we weren't ever. We you didn't ever wonder where you were with him or what you're supposed to be doing or what he wanted you to do or anything like that. I mean, he told you exactly what what you need to be doing and you had to do it over and over and over and over and over again and so just after a while um you know after a long while of hearing the same things and doing the same things all of a sudden you just kind of start to absorb them i guess and i you know i looked up especially in retrospect and just realized that all the things that he taught and preached have become a big part of just how i approach life because i just kind of i just kind of absorbed it being around him and it really all comes down to that mental toughness and ability to focus on the right things at the right time and not, not be distracted by whatever's going on around you. And my my flat, fat little girlfriends or anything like that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have fat little girlfriends or, or even, you know, even in the, you know, in the intensity of a game, you know, mm. you make a bad play or you make a good play the last play, you know, you got to refocus immediately and go play the next one. Cause only the only thing that matters is the next play. And, and we all got really good at that. And, um, you know, and we were tougher and, you know, um, were more focused and more clear headed than our opponents. And that meant we played harder. And, um, so we were able to beat people that were more talented than us. And, you know, Leach's offense is what he gets, you know, people talk about his offensive schemes a lot and also his weird personality that gets talked about a lot, but really, in my opinion, uh, you know, having played for him, that mental aspect of the game is really what he was most affected at. Um, and, you know, and getting his players to, you know, be more focused and, and clear-headed and to execute better um, than other teams. And, you know, his process for getting his players to that place was not, you know, was like I said, was not built around inspirational speeches and, you know, uh, hugs and kisses and stuff. It was built around just relentless daily grinding and, you know, being really tough on the guys and being really consistent day in and day out and over and over and over again. And um, that's what works, you know. 
Um, it wasn't fun. I promise you, it wasn't fun to do a lot of days, and I didn't want to be out there. But I'm really appreciative in retrospect that I had that experience because, like I said, you know, I I still think about things in, through that lens and, and through the, the way he taught us, and, and still use the things that I learned from him uh, nearly every day. I mean, business and my family and every in every other way. So, um, you know, it's a I'm I'm really grateful to have been a part of all that. Well, there's a really great picture of you with Coach Leach. In fact, I was looking at the picture of Coach Leach, and I looked over and said, God, that looks just like Cody Campbell. It was. <laughs> and, it, and it was. Do you have a copy of that picture? I do, yeah. I actually have a, have a copy of it that Coach Leach signed for me. I'm hanging up at my office. That's okay. cool. I that, thought you might. That's a great picture. It huh? really is. That really is. I, I just uh, – I think you brought Cody. You bring a lot of clarity to it. You know, some people out there wonder about what was he doing, what was he thinking, and this dog, dogmatic way that he did things was. Just, you could see it in the way we played and the way that we executed. That we had done it over and over and over and over and over again, and we knew exactly what we were going to do. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, you know, guys talk about it. He would always say, "Do it again, run it again, run it again." You know, that's all he said the whole time. And if you ran it poorly a couple times in a row or made a stupid mistake, a mental mistake, then you could get physically beat, and he isn't really going to get as mad at you. But if you make a mental mistake, things that are inside of our control, he's going to wear you out. Um, he's going to get on you, or you know, or, or punish you somehow. <clears throat> he was, you know, very high on accountability, and like I said, very very direct and very honest you know if he didn't think you were working hard or he didn't think you were being very tough or whatever he would tell you you know and um that's a that's a really good quality in a leader um you know is is having all the people that are being led by you knowing exactly where they stand and and what they're supposed to do and what they're not supposed to do and he was just excellent at at that aspect of it now he some people didn't like his style i mean he was pretty direct and pretty blunt and you know, that upset people from time to time, but um, it works, you know, and, and honestly, um, young men at that age kind of need that, I think. You know, they need yeah. people to be direct with them and honest with them, and, and they need to be tough on them. And, um, you know, I worry sometimes now for my own kids that they're not going to have the opportunity to, to go through difficulty um, like that in sports because, you know, people just aren't allowed to coach that way anymore as much. Um, but... I, it's something that certainly built a lot of character um, in me and all my teammates. You know, it was hard, but um, it was nothing we couldn't do, and we all came out of it a lot better. Well, what those kids won't get from their coaches, they can get at home, and I've got a feeling that uh, some of what Leach's uh, ways of doing things are translating from you I as hope. a father, or I hope so. I, yeah. I oh, yeah, for sure. For, not just now, you, I'm but. I'm not going to use the same words he chose to <laughs> good for you <laughs> proud to hear that cody <laughs> at least not when mom's around <laughs> not yet <laughs> not yet how old are your kids no they are about to be 12 10 8 and 6 yeah well you just 12 you know, 10 8 and six. wow you've been busy nicely yeah <laughs> right the uh i love that you said don't confuse that he said don't confuse activity with results yeah <laughs> just because yeah, that's, that's a great lesson don't confuse activity with results so. yeah you know, you show up to practice that day, you get dressed, or you go to the weight room, whatever you do. Just because you showed up there, you know, that day and you were present doesn't mean you got anything out of it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and one of his mantras was get better every day. So, yeah. you know, today in business, 
I use don't confuse activity with results all the time. I mean, you can go, you know, put your work clothes on and go get in your office and, you know, sit there and kind of, you know, act like you're doing something but not actually accomplish anything. And that's, that's a really easy habit to fall into, right, in a, in a day-to-day life. And uh, so refocusing on, you know, what's important, what we need to get accomplished, and actually accomplishing it day in and day out, that's a, that's a really good habit and a really good thing to be focused on. And so that's one that, you know, I, I even tell, use it talking to our, our to the people that work for us, you know, don't confuse activity with results. We're not going to just do things for the sake of doing them. We're actually going to have a purpose um, in everything that we do. And that's a really, really effective um, thing to think about. So, yeah, yeah, everything he said, you know, Alma, it just went in one ear and went out and went out the other one. But um, the things he said were so correct and so right, you know, um, that I'm really thankful that he beat him into me. And, uh, Tell everybody, because uh, I think you really experienced it a lot, because being the first recruiting class, he'd get to the, in front of the team, and rather than an inspirational talk, he'd just go rambling off on something. And you'd you'd wonder, when is he ever going to stop talking? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I know. He, he would, and, I mean, he had, you know, very little respect for other people's time. Uh, <laughs> Almost none. He, yeah, he lived on his own schedule, and – um, you know, like in, in my, after I, I finished playing, you know, I became more friends with him. And so, you know, I talked to him on the phone once every couple of months, but if you and text with him quite a bit, but, um, if you're going to talk to him on the phone, you better have an hour and a half kind of, uh, you know, to, to spare. And it's going to be at probably between 11 o'clock and midnight that your conversation is going to start. Mm. And, um, you know, it, it was very strange, but. He really wanted to catch up and wanted to know what was going on with me. And, you know, and then we talk about some odd, you know, uh, <laughs> issue in the world. And, you know, he was always really, you know, had very eccentric and, you know, um, a lot of different interests and different things and very deeply read and educated on everything you talked about, even no matter how weird the issue was. And, um, and so, you know, I, I always found it really interesting to talk to him, but it was always very interesting. And, um, you know, that's just how he was. He just marched to his own drum and, um, you know, one of the most unique people I've ever met, and there's certainly not another one like him. First time I ever heard him speak was at the Knights of Columbus dinner, and it, it was his very first one, his very first time in front of tech people. Yeah. And we're sitting there listening to him, and he's talking, and he's talking, and he, and he, and he twists off on Peppy the dog, I think. Yeah, and he right. talked about Peppy for, oh, 15 or 20 minutes. <laughs> and, I'm, and I was sitting there with B.B. Dax, and she looks over at me, and she goes, well, y'all wanted different. <laughs> So you just never know what is going to come out of his mouth. <laughs> we got different. Without a doubt. And he was so great for tech. I'm telling you, you know, our brand became – we had national exposure. We That's really right. did. It it was yeah, amazing. I mean, I think, he, I think he showed us what's possible at tech, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, um, we've, we've fallen off since then, but he showed us that we can actually do it and, you know, we can be nationally relevant in the hunt nationally all those kinds of things. And so that's, you know, we, we know that should be our, our goal and um, where we should expect to be. And, uh, you know, so that, that's the gift he gave us in his legacy because he showed us what we can do. And, um, you, you know, I think we're heading back there now. I think we're on the right track again. now. Our current coach has a very different approach um, than Leach, but, you know, honestly, he, they, they sort of have a lot of the same philosophies. Um, it's not that different. 
It's yeah. just they, they kind of approach it and implement it in a different way. I really, I'm, I find that to be pretty interesting. I'm fired up about Coach McGuire. Will you go to the service, Cody? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. It's at Mississippi State on the, I guess, on the big arena or something that they're having it on yeah. Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Yeah, it's Tuesday. Okay. Well, that's great. That well, you'll going. represent us well. You yeah, always well, do. I wouldn't miss it. Um, he was, you know, one of the most influential and impactful people in my life. Um, I really appreciate the opportunity you gave me. So. You bet. And pay my respects. Well, we appreciate you taking your time. We know you're a busy guy, and appreciate you taking your time to share your thoughts on Coach Leach. Because, uh, like I say, we're we're big Leach fans ourselves here. Yep. Yeah. Well, I appreciate talking to you guys. It's always good to be on. Real, real thank quick. You, thank you, Cody. Real quick, Michael yep. from the Range says, "Please tell Cody Campbell thank you for everything he does for Texas Tech and Lubbock." Michael from the Range right. says, "Thank you to Cody Campbell." There you go. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. We'll be back. Thank you, Cody Campbell. We'll, we'll be, be back, back with, with more. We'll be back with our second Cody right after this. Yeah. Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. I was telling you about Plains Capital Bank. They got locations all over Lubbock. Yeah, you can go into the bank, and it's fun to go into the bank. Remember the old days when you used to go into the oh, bank? Oh, yeah. Talk to people. Yeah, it's fun. You can still do that at Plains Capital Bank. Plus, they take care of tech and Lubbock and everywhere else. All right. Now, then, you still got some Christmas shopping to do. Yes, And you're I saying, do. well, I just got to go. I, I just, I don't want to drive all over town. You know, we got, we got several good people that advertise with us. We've already talked about Golf USA and some others, and there's others. But the Cardinals is just a, uh, you know, they have all kinds of different types of items. Fashion to sporting goods to whatever. Uh, you My get them a trophy. assistant just yesterday. I went and got the three administrative assistants. I went yeah. to Cardinals and got their Christmas gift. And, and they'll love so, it. Yeah. I mean, you can get – it's just a great place to go. Just outside the loop on Slide Road, Cardinals Sports Center. And uh, R.C. Taylor Distributing Company. Well, I don't I don't know whether you notice, Gary. I'm sure you do because you're very observant. Very observant. And uh, those little trucks are all over. I see them everywhere. Yeah. When I'm out driving around Lubbock, I see those. They're just bringing well, you those. ever wonder what's inside them? I do. Yeah. I, I wonder. Was over 9,000 There's some Copenhagen in there or something. <laughs> are you still dipping? No, I quit. What, yesterday? This morning. Last night? This one before I came oh, in. Did you have one when you came in? <laughs> no, okay. Before I came in. Okay. Oh, nobody dips start, anymore. Start the breakfast off right, huh? <laughs> yeah. Start the day off with a dip. <laughs> no. All right. Let's not get into all that. But uh, <laughs> R.C. Taylor, and uh, they bring convenience store-type items, grocery store-type items right to you, I got wherever to see you Brad Croom's granddaughter dance last night. Good. He's over there right now watching. Hey, her. Brad's the head guy over there at R.C. Yep. Taylor. Head daddy rabbit. All right, we're trying to get Cody Hodges on. We're gonna. I think we're going to get him here in just a minute. Y'all, last time you saw Cody Hodges, some of you, he was limping from the uh, – he was on crutches after the uh, Cotton Bowl. But, uh, boy, what a great athlete and what a tremendous career he's had. And, uh, of course, played for Coach Mike Leach. Cody, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, we got three doing? Cody's in a row. Can you? We, we had Cody Campbell. Now, he played with you, didn't he? He did, yeah. He's a year older than me. So, yeah, we battled in the Hereford Canyon days. and then yeah, we Oh, got yeah, he's a Canyon time. guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and you yeah. beat him all the time when you were, you were at Hereford, right? We did, yes, sir. Well, I wish yeah. I'd known that before because we'd have, we'd have stuck that in his face <laughs> a little bit. What, did he ever was he was he a defensive lineman then? Did he play both ways or was he? No, I, I can't remember. He, he I'm probably sure did. Can, I, I bet he both did. I bet the, him and Sellers both. I think play, played both ways when yeah. they were in high school. Okay, yeah. Well, he was saying he wore you out. 
That's, that's a lie. That's okay. I'm the tape, as they say, the tape, the tape doesn't lie. <laughs> I'm betting on, I'm lie. betting on Cody Hodges, <laughs> but uh, yeah, great career at at uh, at Hereford and then to Texas Tech, and you probably didn't have know what you were running into when you got. To, tell us about because uh, Cody Davis is after you, so we have Cody Campbell, Cody Hodges, and Cody Davis, all three right here to row. And I guess he just liked Cody's. Coach Leach did. Yeah, tell us about I mean, the recruiting. Was, I mean, he was from Cody, Wyoming. So I don't know <laughs> there you the, go. That's, uh, well, that you know, that, that's, uh, that's the thing. Maybe it was that. That's a good tie-in. That's a good tie-in. Of course, and, and Cody's done a lot of other things. Cody Hodges has uh, since leaving Texas Name Tech. One. Well, yeah, Rachel's Challenge, and I'm telling you, he, this guy, he's been involved with uh, FCA all these years, yep. Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And, Cody, you're making, you've made a huge difference, not only – all the way growing up, of course, Coach Randy Deans. We do games together all the time. He's a dear friend of mine, and he you played for him at Hereford in basketball. And y'all went to the state tournament that year. You and Slade and, and y'all's team, right? We did. Yeah, we. Um, yeah, Coach Dean uh, by far probably one of the most um, influential, not just coaches I've ever had, but influential men that has ever been a part of my life uh, was Randy Dean. So forever grateful for that man. You bet. He's that kind of guy. Well, now let's talk about the influence that uh, that that Mike Leach had on your life. What about the recruiting process? Did, did he come to your house? He, man, I, I, I'm sure he did. You know, I don't remember. It was so long, you know, it's like that was, you know, 2000, <coughs> the fall of 2000. Yeah. And, you know, I turned 42 weeks ago and I feel like everything's just like gone downhill. <laughs> I'm sore when I get out of bed in the mornings. I play with my kids. My knees hurt. You know, I can't remember yeah. things. But, um, yeah, Coach Leach, he did come. You know, Coach Bryles was actually the guy on staff that recruited me. And okay. so Coach Browles, um had a huge impact on my, you know, coming to Tech. And I know Coach Browles showed up to multiple games. But Leach, he came uh, – I think he came to Hereford once. I met him in a golf tournament one time. Um, you know, just a uh, – you know, if Coach Dean's on one side of the spectrum um, playing for him and then Coach Leach is on the exact opposite. It's <laughs> as far as demeanor and character and stories and, and all those things. But, um, yeah, Coach Leach was great. I remember my recruiting trip came to Tech. Um, it wasn't until January of my senior year. Uh, you know, that was back when you didn't commit as a sophomore. You know, yeah. you waited until after your junior year and your senior year before you committed. And, I mean, it was January, and, and we were in the middle of basketball, and I came to Lubbock one weekend after a basketball game on a Friday night and um, was there, and we met um, in his office. It was either Saturday night or maybe Sunday morning before I drove back to Hereford. And um, he pretty much, you know, I, I was telling Lance Liner in Amarillo earlier this week about it, and we, we talked about everything besides football. And then at the very end of the like, conversation, he goes, do you want to play here or not? And I'm like, is this what we're doing? Like, I had no idea. You know, like, we that what we're doing? All. And, then, and then he's like, do you want to play here or not? And I'm like, yes, sir, I do. He's like, all right, let's make it official. So it was great. Um, it, was a, it was a no-brainer for me being that close to home. Uh, in Hereford, we ran the same exact offense that Coach Leach did, the same terminology. So for me coming in, I mean, it was just – for me, it was a no-brainer. Yeah. Well, it, uh, well, thank goodness you did. And thank goodness you were. You know, I, it, it, it's just that Alabama game in the Cotton Bowl, Cody, forever for me, it will be that was the, you were a warrior. I've, I've, your effort that game on one leg was, I mean, seriously, you were pretty much on one leg a lot of the game, weren't you? I was, yeah. Midway through the third quarter, I think. Um, it was sometime during the third quarter, yeah, I got hit, uh, tore my MCL, and that thing just kind of wiggled and jiggled the rest of the game. And, Oh, Buzz, our trainer, I made him, you know, ask him to make me a little splint on the sideline. He filmed some sticks and taped it and just dead leg that thing, straight leg, and then just drug it behind me the rest of the game. 
Well, who was the backup quarterback that? Uh, uh, that year it was Graham Harrell. Yeah, so, well, he wasn't much. So, so. Well, you're lucky you sucked it up. Yeah, not that. Been in a pickle, you know. Yeah, but Graham came in and Graham did good, and I did. I did. I convinced Buzz. I thought, man, Buzz, I. Uh, I mean, I sat for four years on this sideline. I do not want to spend the last quarter of my career standing on the sideline. Like, we got to figure this out, and I'll deal with, you know, however bad it is afterwards. And we worked out, and obviously the kick, and we lost, and that's it. Yeah, well, you did You did wait your turn, and you did stick with it. And you summed that up in a hurry, didn't it? The yeah. kick, the kick. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was the ugliest winning field goal I think I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah, for sure, definitely. When I th- when he kicked it, I thought we won. I really did. I, we were all cheering. Right. The Tech fans were all cheering because there's no way that kick goes through, and it did. Yeah. But yep. anyway, that yep. you were such a warrior, and I don't. You know, Coach Leach was never one, and, and Cody Campbell talked about this. He was never one to give you any accolades. He was not going to brag on you. That you were expected to play great, Cody. You remember that? I, I do. Yeah, <laughs> that's when you know people have been asking me about you know like some of your best memories i'm like i don't i don't I mean i never I, you know nothing against coach leach but i mean i don't think he ever told me a good job one time you know like but i mean i'll never forget you know we um but again but he treated everybody the same way and yeah. so and it wasn't like he was i mean he was great right i'm thankful for the opportunity he gave me um you know he he gave me a chance i won the job he stayed with me that year you know once you won the job as the quarterback he didn't really pull guys or bench guys or anything like that like he you were his guy and he gave you mm-hmm full autonomy to run the offense as best as you saw fit you know like yeah he would call plays but a lot of times he would just point and give you the little check sign like you basically saying you call whatever you see and you know so I appreciated that just to be able to go out and play and but yeah he wasn't a big rah-rah guy and hey great job and all these things you know we win at Nebraska my senior year um it's it's an I think a night game it's homecoming Nebraska, I don't think I, – I saw some stat, you know, the years ago that they had never lost a homecoming game in like 75 years at night. Yeah. And so we go in and we beat them. Last second game, I find Solani in the back of the end zone. We went on the last play and we're fired up. And I thought I played pretty well. We fly back to Lubbock. I get off the plane in Lubbock. Leach is sitting in the terminal out there at the far end. You know, that's where we always come in at Lubbock International. Yeah. He's sitting at the far end. I walk past him. He goes, hey, Hodges, come here. And I sit down. He puts my arm, his arm around me and – he was like, I know we won, and I'll clean it up for the radio. But he goes, I think he played like, hmm. you know. I'm like, what? You know, I was so shocked. You know, that game like, we won. I, think I threw four. I threw four touchdowns. And we threw the game winner, and his response was, Hey, I know we won, but you didn't play that great. I'm like, oh, but he just expected you, right? He yeah. expected you, as Cody Campbell said, he expected you to be great. Um, he didn't settle for mediocrity or anything like that. He expected to be great, and I think that's why we had so much success is because he wouldn't let us settle. Don't be getting the big head. That's right. Yeah, he was for sure going to keep you humble. That's a, that's hilarious. Yeah, in fact, that's one of his quotes. Uh, he talks about that that win at uh, at Nebraska. They like they'd never lost ever on homecoming or something. And we went up there, and they, of course they had, they'd embarrassed us. Embarrassed us, I think, the year before here at home. Right. And and, and that was mm-hmm. the one where they said they interview. We I think we had won a bunch of games, and then we played Nebraska, and they beat us bad here at home, like really bad. Okay. And they're interviewing him, walking off the sideline. They goes, "Coach, what are you going to do to turn this program around?" And he goes, "Score more points." <laughs> Score right. more points. That was his philosophy, wasn't it, Cody? Score more it points. Was. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, I don't." He's like, "Whatever, however many possessions we get, we expect you to score." And that was kind of our philosophy. Is you know, punting is not part of our game plan it's a wonder he had a punter I mean, all those sports <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't have come here if i was a punter i wouldn't have either unless you just like standing on the sideline 
Well, he's right. uh, where, where were you when you got word that he had passed away? And uh, it's uh, probably was kind of stunning to you. It was, yeah. Um, so I've got kind of got a little, whether you want to call it an inside connection or not. So I live in Rockwall now, outside of Dallas. I've been here for 12, 13 years. And the quarterback here at Rockwall High School um, for the last three years committed to Mississippi State. So he's a freshman for Coach Leach, was, you know, oh. for Coach Leach. He's there right now. And his name's Braden Locke, and Braden, <clears throat> Braden's going to be a stud. I mean, I think after the the Rogers kid either graduates or leaves, Braden, um, I think will take whoa, over. Whoa, and, whoa, before you get too far you know, ahead, we, we got, got a, Sawyer we Robertson got a Coronado from Coronado. The, I know, I know. He's going to be I the know, next big deal. <laughs> I know, <laughs> yeah. maybe both of them. Maybe they'll split time. Um, yeah, there you split. go. I, 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 there you so, go. I know Braden better. I'm sorry about Sawyer. Maybe Sawyer, you know. Sawyer, he was a Texas football player of the year like you were probably. I'm, well, I was not that. They, yeah, little Herford. They don't recruit. They don't give you. Oh, they don't give you awards in Herford. They, you get like the bull. They thought like Herford is Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about Sawyer. You know, Sawyer's great, but Braden's going to be. So I just, I, I have a relationship with Braden. I don't know Sawyer well. Yeah. Um, just from a few here and there. You love him. I'm uh, Braden telling you. And, yeah, Braden and Sawyer become really good friends. And Braden just mentioned that you know Coach Leach had battled some pneumonia and um, was not feeling well, and so I knew that was going on. Um, but then Sunday night. At um, we were, um, I know you guys mentioned kind of what I'm doing now. I've actually planted a church, and so I'm pastoring full time here in Rockwall. And so we had an oh event gosh. at our church on Sunday night, um, and somebody came up to me and like showed me the deal and was like, "Hey, did you know this?" And I just saw, you know, like Coach Leach, you know, care flight it out, and I didn't know that. And then um, Monday, I took my oldest two girls. Um, they can't, they love football, so we actually took them to early Christmas present to Phoenix to watch the Cardinals and Patriots on Monday night. So I was in Phoenix Tuesday morning, um, woke up and my text, my phone had just blown up and that's how I found the news out. And yeah, just very sobering, you know, um, it's, it's just, you know, it's sad, you know, anytime you lose anybody, whether it was the person you knew or not, you know, that person had a family. And I think of coach Leach and his wife and their kids and the grandkids, but also all these players, current players at Mississippi state who are, you know, getting ready for a bowl game. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, I came to school to play for this guy. Um, you know, we luckily for like me and Cody Campbell and Cody Davis and all these guys, like we played for him 15, 20 years ago. And so it doesn't necessarily impact my life right now for the next four years, because I think, you know, if this happened in 2002 or three, then it would be, it would hit a little, you know, a little different because you came to school to play for that guy. Yeah. And so I think it's just, you know, it's just, there's a lot of people that have made life decisions because especially to offer him a scholarship, and now that he's gone, you've got all these 18-, 19-, 20-year-olds at Mississippi State thinking, like, okay, what do I do now? And so um, it is. It's sobering, and it just kind of makes you realize that, hey, life is – like we all know, life's not forever. I think we take it for granted. Like we're going to be here forever, and when your time's up, it's it's up. And then it's like, you know, you just hope that with the time you had, you made an impact for people on the better. Was Coach Leach a Mormon? Um, I, <laughs> I don't know if he was – I don't know. I don't think he was a Mormon. I, I, yeah, um, I, I don't know for sure. I know, you know, there was, yeah, no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> no we idea. Never, no, I will say that's one thing we never talked about in our quarterback meeting rooms. I think we talked about everything else. We didn't talk about spiritual things that much? Uh, we did not. We talked about getting a first down. And, so you, know, so and, you can't say that Coach Leach is what, the reason that you're in the ministry? In the ministry? Um, <laughs> it could be the, for the observation. Might be. Actually, he was. <laughs> he was my inspiration. <laughs> hey, Rockwell, Texas, they got a great preacher at what church? Uh, it is called The Gathering. The uh, Gathering. Uh, yes, sir. 
so we uh, midst of COVID, you know, I was with Rachel's Challenge, and then schools, COVID hit, and school shut yeah. down. And so when school shut down, you you're not speaking in schools. The schools are closed, and uh, the Lord truly just kind of closed some doors for me and made it really clear. And I, I knew ministry was something full time that I wanted to be in. Um, I thought it was going to look different and maybe like join a staff or, you know, had some opportunities, um, some other churches. And I just truly, um, really uh, believe the Lord was calling me just to plant and go. And we went and right in the midst of COVID. And here we are now. And it's, uh, man, it's been the, it's been such a, it's been cool to just see the Lord provide and to be so faithful. And yeah, it's really special what's happening here. Well, you're, I'm so proud for you, I, and I'm I'm proud of you, and and uh, you just you're you're a great example, Cody Hodges. I will tell you, you are, uh, you know, one of the best athletes to ever come through here, and 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 just you and Slade. What's Slade doing, by the way? Can I be proud uh, of him Slade, too? Yeah, yeah. yeah Slade's what? Yeah, he's in Wichita Falls. He's a he's a banker. I think he plays a lot of golf. I don't really know what he does. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, he's got a. He has three kids, and they're all uh, one in middle school and then two in elementary, and they're all playing games, and so they're busy, and we're busy. I have three daughters, and we we've got multiple basketball games, multiple teams that I'm coaching. So it's uh, life. It's we're just in that season of yeah. life with little kids in elementary that's busy, and it's great though. And we got him in between day. games today. That's what we oh, get. We're right? able to get Cody on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had an 8 a.m. game. I, my seven-year-old, uh, the first grade team, pulled yeah you know, big victory this morning. So we're oh, wow, off an early three three and zero start on that team record, and then uh, my nine-year-olds in third grade she plays on a third grade team and a fourth grade team so we i need her to yeah so she's playing up but yeah we're good we got three coach them hard and that's well, right. just yeah, like coach leach up. taught you we're about out of time right. are, are your kids good athletes uh they are they take after their mother their mother was <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, and so i'm thankful they got her jeans but yeah they love it and the girls love basketball and so i don't know we may have to move to canyon and play for tate lombard i don't know i'm with you hey cody you're awesome buddy we appreciate you taking the time yes sir you're welcome thank you guys keep you up bet. the lord's work we appreciate you yes sir the cody hodges rockwell texas i know it did he say non-denominational uh, that it, yeah it is because okay. it's the All gathering right. <laughs> back with more <laughs> Sports Talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Okay. I always tell people that that's a bad choice Joe Heffley made. And Joe's never been accused of being. I think Joe is smart, though. He is smart. But we never accuse him of it. He's fooled everybody. But to have you and I <laughs> advertise haircutting. I know it. It's like, you know. Yeah. It's almost like malpractice if you're cutting our hair. No, he does. But it isn't amazing how good he does. And he's so meticulous about it. I don't know if you On get yours. Yeah. I mean, well, going around the edges and the ears well, yeah, and the eyebrows. and the, I've got so little hair that it's. He's, he's just meticulous. I just appreciate his effort. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to be. Aren't you tired, Joe? Appreciate him for not laughing. I know it. Well, he will smart off to you. If you say anything, yeah, he will do that. And I think he's really, really smart. And it's amazing how he's fooled people. Yeah. Yep. He's really good at fooling people. We love Joe Happy. Hey, real quickly he's before awesome. I forget, because I forget lots of stuff on this show, I, I, I'll be driving home going, golly, I forgot to tell. I forgot to tell everybody that it's Bill Dean's, Dr. Bill Dean's, yeah, 85th birthday. He's amazing. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So if you happy see birthday, Dr. Dean. Dr. Tell him happy birthday, Dr. Bill Dean. All right. We got Cody Davis on the phone here with you know us. Our, you're our third Cody in a row. Did Cody? you know that? <laughs> We're going Cody's here on the radio show. I appreciate that. Well, Coach Leach mainly recruited Cody's. 
Seemed like it. That's that's who he wanted to play for him. Or his Cody's <laughs> excelled. How's yeah, that? they really did. Cody Davis uh, from Stephenville, Texas. And uh, former Red Raider football player, a safety and defensive back for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. What years, Cody, I got your stuff right here so I know, but I'll let you tell everybody. So I was 2008 to 2012 there at Texas Tech. Red shirted my first year and then uh, played the next four. So you had a couple of years with Coach Leach, right? Yes, sir. And then, a, and then a couple with uh, Tuberville. Tuberville, yes, sir. I got so this you. This is the Cody I've been most looking forward to hearing from because he's friends with my son-in-law and my daughter, yep. who are good human beings, and Cody's a good human being. They think a lot of you, Cody. They really do. <laughs> I hadn't told Tanner you said hello yet, but he, he loves you, too. You're, you know, and here's the other thing about these Cody's we've had on today. They're good people. Yeah, I mean, sure, you're sure just good, like you're just good people, and I know we you stumble around a little bit every now and then, or you probably didn't, Cody, but Gary did, yeah. and uh, it's it's easy to stumble, and you're yeah. you've really and plus especially playing of it. especially playing pro ball. I mean, you, there's lots of to you know keep your nose to the grindstone and keep fighting. He's hurt right now. Tell everybody he's he's with New England with the Patriots, and uh, did you tell me this is your tenth year? Is that what you said? Yes, 10th year in the NFL, and um, unfortunately had a tore my ACL in week six. So, kind of the first first really major injury I've I've been facing, and and the rehab has been the first month is brutal. Wouldn't wouldn't want to wish that on anybody, but kind of turning the corner now and getting some strength back, and uh, really attacking my rehab now. When I heard 10 years, I thought pension. I thought. Is there something special after 10 years? Does it jack up your pension? Or you probably don't even worry about that stuff, do you? No, it's really like year three or year four where when you kind of lock in all the benefits. But each year is just uh, a blessing. I mean, each year adds all your benefits. And um, so it's it's been it's been unreal. Yeah, it's kind of uh, uh, still surreal to even realize it's been that long. When you went to play for the Rams, is where you started, right? Were they in St. Louis? They were in St. Louis. See, I'm I'm aging myself. I feel like every time I'm like, yeah, I started out in St. Louis, and not only that, I played in St. Louis for three years before they left. Um, So I was with the Rams for five years, three in St. Louis, two in Los Angeles, and then went to Jacksonville for two years. And then now this is my third year up here. Yeah, it's cold up there, isn't it? Especially it's for a, a boy from Stephenville. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I think I've more than quadrupled my uh, cold games and wet games, snow games. Um, it's been a little wild, but that's what we kind of use that as an advantage here with uh, Coach Belichick. So we embrace it. <laughs> yeah, he he kind of seems different. I've been looking at it on the sideline. He seems different. Is he calmed down a little bit? Is he uh, maybe he doesn't have Brady anymore, so he thinks you know we're not supposed to win or something? <laughs> but he seems different on the sideline. Or is he st- um, in- still intense? Yeah, I mean he's always been intense. Uh, I think um, it's hard to tell because you know I came right after Brady left, um, so I didn't get that experience. But um, he's always been intense and had a had a high standard. And, you know, a lot of similarities with Mike Leach, who we're going to talk about today. Um, Just very intense, high standards, and not afraid to call anybody out. 
and uh, put you on blast in, in front of everybody in a team meeting. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you reminding us that we're going to talk about Coach Leach. <laughs> uh, you, uh, what are some of the some of your favorite stories about him? We we've talked to the other two about when he recruited them. Oh, this is really funny. And, you wait to hear Cody's let's deal. Hear this is hilarious. Story from Coach Leach. Oh yeah. So, um, I guess whenever you know they started recruiting me, everybody has this story of his card trick. Um, so I've heard you, you might have heard that one before, but it almost seems infamous now. Uh, he he always used this funny little card trick uh, to to try and scoop his guys in. So that was my picture I shared on Facebook is that doing him doing that card trick in front of me and you know if if I can tell you which cards are red and which cards are black before I flip them over you're gonna commit to Texas Tech <laughs> was the basis premise and uh, could he do it and he did it I mean he he must have had it down I think he did it with most of his recruits so uh, he probably wore that card trick out but it worked every time. <laughs> And he got you. So, so, so he goes in to see. Not everybody did he go see Cody. So you were probably special. Uh, Cody Campbell couldn't ever remember him coming to his house or anything. But uh, well, yeah, I don't, I'll say I, that was when my I visited. I think maybe sophomore. Oh, you uh, went to see him. Year. I went to see him, and that's when he did the card trick. And then okay. my junior year is kind of when everything started heating up and. And I had taken an official visit to Texas Tech and then came back. And it was pretty much, that was kind of the, I, I figured I was going to commit there, but I wanted to make sure, went ahead and took my official visit. And then whenever I decided, all right, I'm going to give him a call. Got him on the line, sure enough. And a few weeks before, there had been some UFO sightings in Stephenville, Texas. <laughs> So we get on the phone and he just proceeds to, he's like, yeah, you're from Steamville, right? And and then he just goes off on UFOs and how he had just been to Roswell and visited there and talking about Area 51 and, and kind of all the conspiracy theories about <laughs> alien and UFO sightings. And man, I think it just went on and on. I don't know how long it took. It felt like 30 minutes to an hour. And I, I finally could get a few words in and kind of bring it back around to tell him I'm committed to Texas Tech. <laughs> He's calling to commit to Tech. I was calling to commit, and, and I couldn't won't. get him off the UFOs. So <laughs> <laughs> that's just kind of how his mind worked. And he was excited when I told him, and but he was really hooked on that UFOs. How was it being a defensive player <clears throat> in the defensive backfield? Because it seemed like with Coach Lee's, everything was about offense and scoring points, didn't it? Yep. Yeah, I mean, defensive players, I mean, I, I feel like we weren't really, um, you know, in his wheelhouse per se. Like you said, he was more on the offense. But so we would just get more of the uh, the straight um, – negative side of coaching i guess you know he spent time with the offense but he would coach the whole team yeah and man kind of what i said about um him and belichick having some some similarities they were they were strict and they don't they have a high standard and whenever you don't meet that standard they'll call you out and uh so it wasn't it wasn't always the easiest to uh, to play for Leach because he would put you on blast in, in front of everybody, and you were uh, you would either have to step up and meet the challenge, or 
or just keep, uh, you know, I guess find a new job. Well, you uh, could tra- back in, if you had this back then, Cody, you could have been getting the transfer portal. I think the yeah, transfer no portal is going to ruin college athletics. I, I just, I'm in the, in the NIL money. What do you think? I mean, it's, it's just crazy what's going on these days. You know, I don't know all the details of, of what's going on, but it, it seems like the NCAA kind of took a, a step back and kind of washed their hands of it. You know, we don't want to pay players. We don't want to lose our profit. But yeah. any businesses out there, y'all have fun. Go for it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just right. seems like yeah. the wild west out there. <laughs> it, just, it is. There needs to be some regulation. Um, I don't know what that looks like, but um, it just it seems a little a little too crazy right now. So there needs to be some regulation. But I'm all for the payers getting compensation or or some some type of um, benefits or awards or you know. I, I believe that they bring in, you know, tons of money, so yeah. they, they deserve something, but, you know, it, it has to be regulated. Well, Senator Tuberville is supposed to be on a committee to help yeah. formulate some Your sort former of rules coach. and boundaries for this thing, so we hope they come up with something that will make it a little more uh, pleasant for the for the fan, or at least uh, where we can put up with it. Well, I mean, it's just out of control. I mean, <clears throat> it really is. You, you got it right. It's the Wild West is what we're going through. Yep. So, I mean, we're we're blessed to have the, the NFLPA here and working hard for us. Yeah. Um, for player perspective and benefits and rights and safety and everything. So, um, I'm looking at they can. I'm looking at your Wikipedia page. Did you know you had a Wikipedia page? It's really it's really <laughs> nice too. You got a lot of stuff <laughs> on it. it. Says you're a Christian on here. An active supporter of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I appreciate him putting that, and I know wow. that, and I know that to be true. But here's the thing: I don't know that I believe. It says you have a vertical jump. You had a vertical jump coming out of college of forty-one and a half inches. <laughs> what do you mean you don't believe? It? <laughs> that's, All right, what is that's, it now? That's amazing. That's that's big time. Vertical. Yeah, I, I was. Uh... I did pretty well at the pro day, um, as far as speed and vertical and yeah, and some of those things. I don't know if I've tested since then. So. <laughs> You're not going to do it again, are you? I'm not going to do it again because that that sounds dangerous. But, <laughs> it does. Uh, you got to come right. down. You did good at pro day. What did that translate into? What what round were you drafted? Well, unfortunately, I wasn't drafted, so okay. I, was, I was what they call an eighth rounder. Yeah, <laughs> but he signed with the Rams and, uh, to your contract. Right. Yep, signed with the Rams. Uh, <coughs> Three-year yeah. contract, Three contract the first time. Undrafted yeah. Well, I yeah. wonder how many undrafted kids last ten years in the NFL. Very well, not many probably. I won't say not many at all. Yep, not many. And how many last fifteen years? Yeah. Can you oh, make man. it another five years, Cody? I don't know. I'm I'm taking a step by step now. <laughs> I mean, with this uh, this hurdle here that that I'm facing, I'm gonna kind of. We're actually moving back to uh, Fort Worth here on the 31st to to finish my rehab. Um, well, good. And kind of take a take a step back, get my feet back under me, literally and and uh, emotionally. But um, yeah, get this knee right, get the kids back in Texas. Just kind of take a deep breath, and uh, my contract will be up in March. 
and take it step by step. So um, get out of the winter weather here. That will be a, a positive thing. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, see what happens come March. We April. used to call it the Lunch Pail League. You had to go to the Lunch Pail League when you got out of pro ball. You go to the Lunch Pail League. So when you go to the Lunch Pail League, do you have any plans when you get through with the playing career other than moving the family back to Texas? So there's been a few things on my radar. Um, you were talking about FCA, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, where my passions are. You said um, faith, you know, yeah. in football and, and that perfect collision um, there with FCA. I might I might see if I can help FCA out there. Um, That'd be awesome. End up locally. You um, come back to love it. Well, or would you consider Rockwall? Yeah, we you can could work with you, Cody Hodges. We can get you an assistant pastoral. <laughs> He's job. a pastor of a, a church called The Gathering that he just started. In Rockwell. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I think I've heard that. And yeah, he's that's a, really cool. Y'all are very similar. Great athletes mm-hmm. and love the Lord. I mean, that's a good combination in my book. That's, that's kind of option one. And I also like the NFLPA stuff. So I'm trying to help out players and yeah. figure out benefits and life and all, all that's grown at them. So. Did did uh, yeah, that's great along that line, along those lines. Did you ever did Coach Leach ever say you had a fat little girlfriend, or did you have one? <laughs> no, Ashley, y'all been fr- y'all been gr- she's been your girlfriend a long time, hadn't she? Your wife, yes, sir. Yeah, so we met, I guess there that first, um, we'll say spring. So I was redshirted that first year, and then. Our first date was actually at the Cotton Bowl. So whenever uh, Crabtree and and Harold were there, yeah. I was redshirted, yeah. turned them on, and uh, we actually had our first date there at the Cotton Bowl, getting getting ready for there. How about so that? Been dating since then, and now I I don't believe uh, Leach was talking about her. Whenever <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> they got three boys now too, don't you? Yes, sir. Yep, six, four, and two. So we're, oh. uh, we're busy. All right, we got one minute left, Cody. Anything special you want to say about Coach Leach or or how much you enjoyed being on the show or just anything? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Coach Leach was like like everybody said, one of a kind, unique guy, and I can't thank him enough for the opportunity to to play college ball and and the opportunities beyond that. So, just so unique to, and so special to hear all the stories and uh, all the love outpouring and. And Texas Tech is a, a special place, and I owe it to Mike Leach that he brought me there. So um, everybody who's been along my journey, just thank you, and and still Red Raider and still rooting Good deal. for the red and black. Up you're amazing, Cody. We Thank you. for. We're so glad you came here. Glad you're coming back to Texas. Closer to Lubbock, the yes, better. Sir. Thank you for taking yes, the time, sir. buddy. Thanks for having me. All right, see you later. Cody Davis, everybody. You've been listening to the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live Saturday mornings from 9 to noon on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app.